Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ready, set, hut, hut. Hey, Gal Pal Nation, are you ready for football? It's time for some two a days, where each NFL team is broken down by experts to get you ready for game day. Everything you need to know, and a few tips to impress the pickiest of football fans. Now, your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. All right, gals and pals, welcome to the Sports Gal Pal Two-Day Podcast Series, where we're breaking down every NFL team so that you have just what you need to know to get pumped for the upcoming season. I'm your host, Ramona Rice, and you can reach me at Sports Gal Pal on Twitter, and of course, you listen on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports Gal Pal. And do I have a treat for you guys today? So the Podbader host of Next Fan Up right here on Blog Talk Radio has unleashed all of his minions for me. Yay! So all of the super fans are hopefully popping by to tell us all about their favorite teams and what to expect. And today I have the Jacksonville Jaguars rep, Ryan. Welcome to Sports Gal Pal. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yes, it's only the third time I've had you on. It's so fun. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't know if we wanted to reveal that or not, but that's true. Let's give this one more try. Yeah, no, we we had a little bit of technical difficulties. I'm in Virginia, Ryan's in Las Vegas, and sometimes the interwebs just don't a plague to play lawn. There's like a big storm here in Virginia. So we're going to go at this until, like Ryan says, until we're burned out. Until we get that's right. That's so, right. Anyway, that's right. All right. And that's how the Jaguars kind of play their game. They keep going until they burn <laughs> coaches out or players out or fans out. That's kind of what, how you guys roll. Hey, now, what are, you, what are you trying to say? We're just trying, just like all the other 31 teams in the league. And we're obviously the most popular by far, right? Or maybe not. <laughs> Um, no, I don't, you are like the second person in my entire life that has willingly admitted that they're Jacksonville Jaguars fan. The other hosts a um, trivial, um, um, a trivial show on podcasting called Trivial Warfare. He's a friend of mine. So you're the only two that I've ever met ever. Well, he, he sounds like an, an awesome guy and it's not like something we're hiding from. I'm glad, uh, at least, at least I'm not, I'm proud to say it. You don't, uh, you don't necessarily get to choose who you love sometimes. So that's how it went for me with football teams. And uh, yeah, I'm not hiding it. I will proudly say it no matter what. Okay. You say you don't necessarily get to choose. Um, <laughs> but you are not from Jacksonville, correct? Correct. I am not from Jacksonville or Florida. I'm okay. uh, born and raised in, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Uh, okay. And how does one become a Jacksonville Jaguars fan if they are born and raised in Nevada? All right. Well, um, not all of my life, believe it or not, uh, as a male, did I like football or even sports. And actually, they were not not even an afterthought. They were just not part of my life or in my interests at all. Um, and then one day when I was about, I think I was 11 or something like that, uh, my best friend at the time, it was my birthday, and he told me, hey, go blow all your money on uh, football cards. And being a kid who was easily... Uh, impressionable i was just like all right so i went spent some money on football cards for what reason i have no idea because like i said i i didn't even like sports 
Um, and to try to make the story quick, if, if I can, uh, I got a Fred Taylor rookie card who uh, was a running back from Florida and got drafted by the Jaguars the year that I started watching football. And I asked around, hey, is this guy any good? And they said, yeah. I watched one game, and he had like 100 yards and a touchdown or something like that. And from then on, I was just forever hooked, and he's my all-time favorite player, and he played for the Jaguars, and that is how they became my team, and I, I just got into football all from there. Wow, what an interesting story. It's, yeah, but- so I mean, I, I, I sort of, without liking football at all, just kind of like how, how kids do, like how every kid loved Michael Jordan, I, I said I think sometimes I was a 49ers fan, and I don't even know why probably because they were good and I knew who they were but then uh the real story happened and I I started collecting football cards when I was like 11 and and that's how it happened I blame your parents um I fully believe as a mom it is my right and duty to rear my children in the ways of the fandom that I so choose and they so far they're following the good path um you know yes. which sometimes could be good or something bad but but it's a fascinating story thank you for sharing because it's something you guys don't really talk about at next fan up yeah, that's true. And and now that you mentioned parents, uh, so uh, my mom's not into sports. My dad is, but the interesting thing with him, uh, and he was actually born in Fall River, Massachusetts. Um, he doesn't really, he doesn't really have a team. He just happens to like um, all sports, um, uh, football, baseball, basketball, and 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 everything i'm i'm pretty sure but uh for me he he didn't have a team he just he likes to root for the underdog and he likes the sport uh so that's kind of how i was able to pick a kind of an odd one but it just happened naturally and and we both still like football but he just doesn't have a team so how do you get from kind of liking um a team like jaguars to becoming a super fan well <laughs> uh from that point on um back when i had to go to the library to use the internet to like get an hour i would just check nfl.com and i would just start reading all the jaguars news um to be quite honest and i'll I'll talk about this guy all the live long days some of my friends know that but i have a sports writer who i've I've followed since i was that young um who's the guy for jaguars.com named vic ketchman and he had a a column that was called ask vic and you just type in questions and he answers them from fans and I learned a ton that way, and it was on just jaguars.com, not on any other website. And I started learning so much just from that and watching whatever games were on Fox or CBS or just national TV and just really became a huge NFL fan while being a, a monstrous Jaguars fan because they were they were also good at the time. In, in 1998 and 99, in 99, they made it to the championship game, and they were good at a time, even though no one seems to remember but me. Well, to be fair, it was almost a decade ago. No, almost two <laughs> decades ago. But because let's talk about this. The last time they even went 500 was 2010, um, where they mm-hmm. finished second place in the AFC South. Um, the last couple of years, um, particularly last year, they went three and 13 um, in the AFC South. I mean, what, what's going on? <laughs> you know, we okay. had the Jack Del Rio experiment obviously failed. Um, so now we've got a new guy. Is it going to get better? Uh, <laughs> well, that's what that's what Gus Bradley's all about is getting better. But hey, so is so is everybody in the NFL. That's what they talk about. Um, 
I have a hard time saying the Jack Del Rio experiment failed, but I guess that's the super fan in me. Um, also, uh, as you know by now, I'm 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 no quitter, so this is my team, and you know I'm not going to change to the the Patriots or you know the Ravens or somebody who's good just because they're good. Um, I'm I'm going to stick with them. Um, and it has been a while. Uh, last time in the playoffs was 07, and that was a fun year, and I hope to have a year even like that again. That would be fine. But I think they are they are taking steps in the right direction. It's just everything has to pan out, and we will see, because they are building through the draft, which is 100% the only way, in my opinion, that you have to do it. You can't do free agency, and they've done it slowly, and now this year is year three of the Gus Bradley and Dave Caldwell uh, regime. And, the, you know, they have me believing in it. I would just like to see some wins uh, starting this year. So, and again, you've got Bortles, your quarterback. Um, who other, where, who are the other kind of stars or players that we need to notice? Stars. Man, do I miss well, having you stars. Know- <laughs> well, you kind of don't have any. You don't really have, like, I was trying to, when I was doing research, no. I'm like, okay, Bortles. But the only reason I remember Bortles is because it's a fun name to say. Um, I'll be honest, and that's such a girl thing to, to do. <laughs> but it's true. Like, you know, the only thing I know with Jacksonville is you guys, unfortunately, have a losing record a lot of time, the last couple of years. Um, you go to London a lot. Yay, yay, your yep. England's team. And um, Bortles, that, that's about it. Oh, and Jack Del Rio. Isn't that sad? Well, that yes, yes, this does make me sad. I, in in a way, I wish everyone knew about the Jaguars, but in another way, you know, that lets me be an expert on a podcast about my team. So, so it's it's okay with me. But um, yeah, obviously, Bortles, Blake Bortles, is the future, and everything depends on him. If he's not good, um, then the team isn't going to be very good because the quarterback is the most important position in in sports. So. If he doesn't pan out, then uh, this regime is doomed and we'll probably get another coach. But um, as far as other players, there is one that is certainly under the radar and he's on defense, but uh, Senderic Marks uh, had an amazing year last year and a very good year the year before. Um, A lot of his metrics end up completely similar or in some ways better to Endomican Sue. So that's a name people know. And it's also a very fun name to say. But uh, Senderic Marks on the defense was our best player probably on the team last year. And, of course, unfortunately, in Week 17, he got an ACL tear, and that's what he's recovering from this season. Um, There are some other young guys, though, that I could mention. But as far as stars, uh, Marks is probably the closest thing that we got. Well, what about some of these younger players? You say that you're rebuilding through the draft. Who should we be watching out for? Um, I'll tell you that. And actually, I I did miss one because he's new, who I'm very excited about. But Julius Thomas, uh, the tight end from the Denver Broncos, he he was our huge free agent signing. I'm big on him. So so I would, at least through his career, you could probably call him a star, and we'll, we just have to see what he does with the Jaguars. Um, but with the young guys, Allen Robinson is a wide receiver. Um, they drafted him last year, and he's having an amazing camp thus far. He was also the best receiver that we had on the team last year. He also had a kind of a minor injury for the last few games of the season last year, um, but he'll be coming back what appears to be uh, pretty strong. So Allen Robinson is a guy I would look for. 
The other guys are on defense. There's um, a linebacker named Telvin Smith. Um, he's undersized, but he makes a ton of plays and looks to be getting better. And also a cornerback named Aaron Colvin. Uh, he was drafted last year, also recovering from an injury, actually, through the draft. But um, he showed some playmaking skills last year, and he looks to be having a great camp as well. So I would say Robinson, Smith, and Colvin are, are certainly guys to look out for. Yeah, actually, one of my favorite um, college players, Luke Bogonaco, because I went to UVA. Um, he oh. actually plays for the Jaguars, too. I love him. Yeah, he's a great Twitter follower. He's hilarious. He really is hilarious. I completely agree with you. Um, him and uh, Brandon Linder, who's actually kind of a kind of a star in the making. I didn't even even mention him. And by star, I, let me take that back because he plays guard. So I don't know how big of a I star know. he's going to get. Yeah. What I mean is, um, pretty much an excellent player who's also regarded just by the entire league, not just by the the Jaguars. He was drafted last year, Brandon Linder. Um, but yeah, Luke Bowanko. Um, certainly has a very fun name to say, and I may have some bad news for you because he's definitely, he's in a position battle. He's, he's battling with Steven. I, I mean, guys, guys that get drafted or, or even free agents. I mean, they might not. The, the only thing I'd say to that is if they're a high profile free agent, if they're spending a lot of money, those guys are going to be on the field because the owner will be very upset if, if he's not. Now the coaches need to make decisions on who's playing better and everything, but, a lot of times high draft picks and also high price free agents just have the edge because they need to see these guys play. Um, and for the Jaguars, you know, for me, it's fun. I don't know how many people know about all these, but there's, there's some fun position battles out there and centers definitely could be one of them. And they need to rotate some guys on the, the defensive line because uh, not only is Marks, the guy I talked about from last year coming back from an injury, but with the great Jaguars luck that we had, our top three pick, number three overall, uh, Dante Fowler, got injured in the first hour of rookie minicamp for the entire year. So there goes our our top pick and a guy who was probably going to help out this year. He isn't going to be there because he's hurt. Injuries are not fun. Which of the games coming up, though, this season are like must? So let's say I live with a Jacksonville Jaguars fan and I want to plan fall activities. What are the games in the weekends that I absolutely like? Nope. Let's let them sit in front of the couch and and either cry or scream. Right. Well, for me, just so you know, that's that's every weekend. But let me pick some. uh, Okay. well, I I can easily pick. um, I don't know, at least four, but I'll, I'll pick a couple. Definitely. Week one, because it's the first week of the season, no way you're going to miss that. And it's sort of interesting because it's the Jaguars versus the Panthers. And those were, of course, the two expansion teams from uh, 1995. So it's always cool when when those two teams match up. Uh, There's also the super, especially for me on the West Coast, uh, early game in London uh, when the Jags play the Bills in week seven. Um, What time will you have to wake up to see that game? Uh, let's see. It starts at 6.30 Pacific time. So I'm going to get up at uh, probably 6 at least. Or or if I have a long night the night before, then I'm going to wake up at 6.29. But I'll definitely be watching that game. Um, and this is in the morning, folks. This is not in the evening. Yes, Yay. 6.30 a.m. For, for me on the, the Pacific Coast who likes the Jaguars, I got to wake up at 6.30 in the morning to watch that game. And I will, believe me. Um, the other is, uh, 
every team, as you may know, gets a primetime game at least one. And, of course, since uh, we're the Jaguars, we only get one Thursday night game. But it's a night game. You want to make sure to watch that. So in week 11, uh, they play the Titans, who they played last year, of course, uh, on Thursday night. So nighttime on Thursday, I would have to see that one. Um, and, and I would say those are the three highlights of the year because you have other division games and games against the Patriots and games against the Colts, which the Patriots might be one of those must see games because if the suspension for Tom Brady gets reduced to two games, uh, Tom Brady's first game this year would be against the Jaguars. So the Jacksonville's really looking for a tough one in that game. If that's the case, but basically, I would say the Panthers, the London game, and the Thursday night game are are the can't miss games for the Jags this year. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about the players. We've talked about anything else that we need to know to prepare ourselves for hopefully a better, more prosperous Jackson Jaguar season. Yeah. I mean, they've they've got a higher emphasis on the run game, which I think is going to help uh, Blake Bortles out. Or what I should say is, this is the plan. And you still have to execute the plan in order for it to work. I do, you know, putting a, a, a ceiling on this season is probably an 8-8 eight and eight season. And I know that's that's got to be tough to hear for any other Jaguars fan, maybe, or or fans of teams that are successful. They're going 8-8. Eight and eight, Are you kidding? But uh, the Jags have been down for a little while. And I've had hope every year, but... Um, certainly not that much. And I do realize that a lot of national outlets and, and other things still have the Jags rated as like the 32nd best team at times. But my thing is um, the Colts are going to win the division. Everyone kind of knows that um, the Titans, I think are still bad and, and hopefully remain that way. Um, and the Texans, I think there's a lot of differing opinions out there, but I'm very down on them and I have nothing really against the Texans. So I, I feel like I can be objective with them, but I don't think they're going to be that good. And I think they're in for some trouble, especially with some Arian Foster news. So what I'm getting at is I, I do think people should not be surprised if Jacksonville gets second place in the AFC South this year. I would love if that means fighting for a wild card. I doubt it, but uh, I'm hoping for a seven and nine, eight and eight, and basically second place in the division. Anything more than that is just just surprising for me, and I, I would love it. But theoretically, this year is another step toward being a playoff contender next year and, and all the years to come. Like you said, 10, 10, uh, 2010 was our last uh, 500 year. That was a weird season. That team was not supposed to be that good even, and they overachieved. So, again, that's why I have a little bit of hope because – Sometimes teams can just spring forward and, and surprise people. But I did at times in the last couple of years have trouble wanting to uh, get up and watch a Jags game. And But um, the reason why there's hope is because we have the young quarterback. And while uh, I was pretty much on record before the draft last year of not being a Blake Bortles fan, um, I am now because he's our quarterback. And uh, he definitely shows the – the in-game ability to improvise and make some plays. And he worked on his footwork and mechanics all this year. So the only reason that there could at all be hope is that we have a second year quarterback who's hopefully improving. And really that's, that's just the entire test because we can, we can talk about running game and receivers and defense. So we're blue in the face, but 
it all matters about uh, my guy Blakey Bortles, seeing how he does this year, and having having a young quarterback who may be on the rise is certainly gives you more hope than having a a scrub veteran come in or someone who fans are not happy with, like I don't know the Bears and Jay Cutler or something like that. You know, at least we have someone we think could be on the rise and someone who could be on the rise definitely gives me hope. Well, there you have it. Gal pal nation, Ryan, where can the gal pal nation hear you? Ah, well, you can check out next fan up, of course, on blog talk radio. Um, And you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Ryan M underscore Dr. Hands. That goes back to uh, the band that I'm in, but we won't get into that. But you can find me on Twitter and hopefully listen to all the Next Fan episodes. It is one of my most favorite sports um, um, podcasts, not only because my podcasting mentors on there, but the banter between the superfans is hilarious. Um, hilarious. So I enjoyed it immensely. If you ever want to hear about how guys really talk about football, listen to that show because that's pretty much what a sports bar is like. So again, it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash next fan up. And again, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.